got a bit of a breaking news. I thought it was interesting the other day when Joe Biden said, I think it was in the Super Bowl interview, that we are not going to lift the sanctions on Iran until they stop enriching uranium. And I thought, okay, that's a harder line than a lot of people on the right were expecting from Joe Biden. They thought that, you know, he had talked about more or less immediately on day one getting back into the Iranian nuclear deal. Then he becomes president, says, no, not until you meet some certain guidelines. I said that the other day. This just came out on CBS News. Iran starts producing uranium, upping pressure on Biden in nuclear standoff. Well, he showed them. Um, I think we probably knew it was probably what was going on there, right? That's why he said that, and now they right. just made it. Maybe they thought it was secret, and him saying that, they realize, oh, okay, they know. So Right. Well, plus, you know, if I get word that uh, my uh, counterpart in a negotiation is going to go hard after, I don't know, getting me to turn my music down. I think, well, heck, I better turn my music up, because if I don't, then that's not a bargaining chip. That's not something I can give away. So I wonder if they're, you know, it's kind of a self-fulfilling thing. This is a fresh breach of the limits that were laid out in that 2015 nuclear deal. Iran warned that time was running out for Joe Biden if he wants to save the agreement. Biden's saying there ain't going to be an agreement if you keep enriching, and they announced today they are. So that is, I'll tell you what. Between that, which I'm sure he was dealing with yesterday, and his phone call with uh, President Xi, no, he's not watching the impeachment. Right, right. Nor should he be. No. That's what she said. There you go. I don't know. CDC says double masking is effective if it's used to improve the fit. Cloth mask over medical mask, even tuck it in. So nothing gets around the sides. The key is you're sucking air through the mask. <clears throat> Excuse me. In lab tests with dummies, you dummy, exposure to potentially infectious aerosols decreased by about 95% when they both wore tightly fitted masks. So you had the speaking moistly dummy, and he's sucking it in dummy. 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 And <laughs> two dummies. That's right, sir. And it decreased at about 95%. Um, but again, it's all about the edges. Is it, does it fit well and, and flush against your face and tighten off against the edges? And that's uncomfortable, especially if, like me, you have a rounder face. Some would call it a fat face. Um, you know, a tight mask makes me all bulgy and weird looking. I hate it. We don't do national traffic, but there's a 100-car pileup in Fort Worth, Texas with three right, dead. Scott. Freezing rain. Oh, oh yeah, I heard cars. about that. I oh heard about the God. freezing rain and sleet and everything in that part of the country. It's hard to picture 100 cars. How long would it take to untangle that? The days? Yeah. Well, especially with fatalities. Great, Scott. How many people died? Three so far. Oh, wow. So what are these? the point of these montages we've got here? What's going on here? I don't think they need to be explained, Okay, honestly. Um, I think they are... Uh, Kind of self-describing. Why don't we start with uh, with 31? Enjoy that. He was impeached for inciting armed violence against the government of the United States of America. And you push back on them. And you tell them they're not welcome. Donald Trump, the president of the United States, ordered the crowd to march on Congress. And so the crowd marched. Go to the Hill today. Get up and... Please, get up in the face of some Congress people. Well, that's pretty good right there. Roll on. So do, does everybody understand what's going on there? 
They're comparing and contrasting yeah. what they're accusing Donald Trump of doing in the impeachment with prominent Democrats saying very similar things, if not exactly the same thing. He made statements lauding and sympathizing with the insurrectionists. Everyone beware, because they're not going to stop. It is going to they're not going to stop before Election Day in November, and they're not going to stop after Election Day. His rhetoric was dangerous, and it was going to result in deadly violence. And that's what makes this so different. The people are going to turn on them. They're going to protest. They're going to absolutely harass them. He urged them again and again with increasingly forceful language to fight to stop the steal. Stand up and fight for the best of who we are. And I'm prepared to fight and I know how to fight. The violence was what he deliberately encouraged. I said, no, I said, if we were in high school, I'd take him behind the gym and beat the hell out of him. He didn't just tell them to fight like hell. He told them how, where, and when. We're gonna keep fighting and fighting and fighting for this. He didn't stop it. You gotta be ready to throw a punch. He didn't condemn the violence. When they go low, we kick them. He incited it further. I will go and take Trump out tonight. You know what's missing there is the infamous, the disgusting Chuck Schumer shouting at uh, the two Supreme Court justices that you have sown the whirlwind and you will get what's coming to you drawing an incredibly rare rebuke from the chief justice, telling him that sort of language has no place. Now, does that mean, therefore, storming the Capitol was fine? No, no, only an idiot would say that. What we're saying is, if you're going to condemn calling for violence, calling for political violence, if you're going to condemn saying, we got to fight, we got to fight hard, condemn it all the time. We do. Do you? Yeah, well, again, I think they wrote the impeachment article in a certain way to get Republicans to vote no so they can run these ads and say, can you believe these people? They're okay with this storming the Capitol and show the video. I think it's a pretty good political move. If you just actually wanted to win this and, like, get him convicted, you know, the impeachable stuff to me, the violation of his oath is starting with claiming that uh, the election was stolen and uh, and that Mike Pence can do something about that. <laughs> if he weren't a coward, he could mm-hmm. change the vote. I mean, that, that that's just crazy talk. Well, the tweets and the inaction during the actual oh, riot absolutely. and violence and killing, thats thats that should be the entire impeachment. If you're going to impeach him for something, do that. But anyway, controversial. I know. We can take it. Write your angry email. Uh, here's something uncontroversial. You want to keep your family and your home safe from break-ins? Oh, man, crime is skyrocketing. You fund the police. You want to keep them uh, safe from fire, from flooding, from medical emergencies, and Simply Safe Home Security delivers award-winning 24-7 protection. Simply Safe. You can set it up yourself in 30 minutes. There's no contract. That sounds pretty simple to me. No hidden fees. And again, award-winning. Won all kinds of awards against much more complicated, much more expensive systems that people have to come to your home and be there all day long, drilling holes in your walls, and then uh, charge you hundreds of dollars for the right. Right. Simply Safe is simple to use, and you get all that protection for you and your family. 
It's good stuff, and it's easy to sign up for you to get a 60-day risk-free trial so there's nothing to lose. And because you know us, you get a free home security camera. Just go to simplysafe.com slash Armstrong to get that free home security camera. Simplysafe.com slash Armstrong. Yes, you can handle settling it up, setting it up yourself. It's really easy, and it really works. Simplysafe.com slash Armstrong. For instance, now I don't know if the defense in the impeachment trial is going to push back and claim this isn't true, but the Democrats laid out yesterday, they say the timeline is Trump learned at 214 that Mike Pence's life was in danger. People were chanting, hang Mike Pence, and had gotten into the Capitol. Ten minutes later, he tweets that Pence lacked the courage to overturn the election for him. If that's true... And here's audio of somebody reading that tweet to the crowd as the riot's going on. Mike Pence didn't have the courage to do what should have been done to protect our country and our Constitution, giving states a chance to certify a corrected set of facts, not the fraudulent or inaccurate ones which they were asked to previously certify. U.S. demands the truth. That's encouraging a already very violent mob that you knew was violent to kill your vice president. You can't defend that. No, you can't. Nope. No, you can't. Nope. What do you suppose was going through his head? He couldn't have, he just must have thought they wouldn't be able to, or because he couldn't have actually wanted them to kill his vice president. He didn't think that would help him in any way. No, I don't, I can't imagine. I mean, <clears throat> I've, I've, you could say made the excuse for people on both sides. They think they can whip up mobs and, and everything yeah. will be fine because the mob yeah. won't go too far. I'll just, yeah. you know, I'll ease back. I can, I can play him like a motorcycle throttle and people are wrong. Portland knows that Portland's had an insurrection now for six months. I think you're um, right. I think these various people think they can have the crazies on their side. Uh, they can take them right up to the edge, but they won't. But not. But but pull them back when it gets too close. But I, I say this with all due affection for a lot of what Trump did. There, he loses that excuse when he was watching the violence yeah. in the Capitol. He knew what the mob was capable of. He was watching it. It was, it was incredibly disappointing. It's like if Reagan in his last week in office stabbed somebody in the eye in a bar fight. I mean, it's just that would have been odd. I I can't defend it, and I won't defend it. Well, what did the guy do? Oh, stop it. He might have had an eye stabbing coming. Oh, boy. That's controversial. Canceled. So there's uh, <laughs> breaking news. I, I, really, I'm going to call for your firing. Uh, there is some breaking news in the whole getting teachers back into the classroom thing. Okay. Some clearly pretty positive. Some an end around that's going to turn out badly. Yeah, we got to keep an eye on this. Trump was right about that. 100% right about that. Got to open the schools for the children. Trump cared way more about the kids getting back in school than the teachers' unions. 100% true. So we'll talk about that and much more coming up. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. 
impeachment trial yesterday, Republican Senator Rand Paul was observed drawing squiggles in his notebook. Then he gave it to his barber and said, give me this. <laughs> kind of funny. Wow, curly hair shot? I had read that. Uh, well, I don't want to talk about that anymore. I can't believe I was about to go down that road. That's enough of that. Coming up, um, uh, you can tell it's Valentine's Day Sunday, right? And we all know that Valentine's Day is the greatest indicator of whether or not you have a healthy relationship. Um, but not in the way the media would portray. No, the biggest, the bigger, the, if you don't get a giant present and there's not lots of rose petals involved, your relationship is doomed, as every uh, commercial will tell you. Now, is there an age limit? I only ask because my 21-year-old daughter is doing something really sweet for her man. I think, yeah. I think, like, yeah, young, super young people take it seriously. Yeah, okay. No. My my, my statement, oh, I'll save that. I don't need that now. When I get closer to Valentine's Day. Well, although it's on Sunday, isn't it? You keep going I'm, down roads you don't want to travel. What's wrong? What's happening? I've been saying for years, it's just in my in my experience of observing others... Every successful couple I've ever known in my life, long-term successful couple, doesn't take Valentine's Day seriously. Every single one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The ones that are like, just go, oh my God, a huge gaga, or somebody gets disappointed because it wasn't big enough or whatever, those are doomed, in my experience. Mm. I don't know. Mm. I don't know if there's anything to back that, but I've got this for later. That reminds me, big changes in the wedding industry, Jack. Smaller cakes, shorter dresses, bigger diamonds. Shorter dresses, bigger diamonds? Yes. Look. Big, huge diamond. Size of a cue ball. Some more bling in the skin? That can't be a good road to go down. Oh, yeah. Evidence? It's all about Instagram. Oh, right. Right. Yep. Yep. Evidence of an impending breakup may exist in everyday conversation months before either partner realizes the relationship is tanking, according to a new study. What do you want to eat tonight, idiot? And that sort of thing. That sort of thing. I'm sleeping with a guy at work. <laughs> Wait a second. Wait a minute. Last <laughs> week, when you said you were sleeping with the guy at work, did you mean you were, you know... <laughs> Is our I relationship tanking? So the infamous Chicago's Teachers Union has improved a school reopening deal, averting a strike narrowly. They did vote two to one to go back. Uh, the the uh, specifics they've had through Tuesday to vote... Uh, in a letter to members, the despicable president of the union said that in a humane system, the current plan would have been a starting point to create equity for communities that were uh. under-resourced long before the pandemic. Blah, blah, jargon, Shh. blah, blah, catchwords. Just open the dang school. Yeah. Yeah. Figure all that out later. Yeah. While Sharky, that's the shark-like uh, Head's name acknowledged some wins, including enforceable safety commitments, vaccine promises, and additional remote work accommodations. He called it a disgrace that the Chicago public school system would not delay reopening a few more weeks to allow more times for vaccinations and preparations. This is a stain on the record of their administration, he said. As a stain, he would know one. Oh, blah, blah, blah. You're the stain. Your mom's a stain. Wow. There's no need for that. So at least the uh, one of the big, giant, blue, nasty teachers' unions is going back to school. And we got word earlier, it was leaked by administration officials, that the CDC is going to put out their uh, guidelines for reopening schools any minute now, and it does not include vaccinations for teachers. 
it echoes exactly what the nice lady who runs the CDC was saying. Well, she was speaking in her private capacity. No, it's exactly what she said. But they've just added on a little thing at the end saying, and, uh, and there's money for reworking ventilation systems. Which means if you can claim your school's got kind of an older, lousy ventilation system, you can keep it closed for another six months and keep getting paid. And get a whole bunch of money probably coming your way that you won't then spend on the ventilation systems. Oh, right. Yeah, there's still $50 billion sitting unspent because it's unnecessary. Private schools all over America have proved that. Uh, and uh, Joe Biden's going to heap on another $170 billion on top of that $50 billion unspent allegedly for mitigation measures which cost about 12 cents, unless you're going to put school districts on the hook for redoing their ventilation system before they can reopen. It's a clever dodge. It's evil, but it's clever. That is so maddening. Um, If you didn't hear about the doctor that got fired for using vaccine at the end of the day before it expired on on random people, um, that's a pretty good story. Also, a little more on the New York Times Science columnist who had to resign, he was fired basically, for using the N-word as a discussion point. Uh, some more details on that that are amazing. And I do have that stuff on the how to tell if your relationship is over long before you realize it's over. There are some, there are some clues that they now know by mining social media. And we reported earlier how Florida is a state on the receiving end of more hatred than most states, not more than California. One of the reasons why might be guys like this. He turned his uncle's bones into a guitar. (laughs) Don't do that. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Stay tuned. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. This news is just across the wire. Nancy Pelosi has stepped to the mic and said the $1.9 trillion package the House is going to send to the Senate will include the $15 minimum wage that Joe Biden said on Super Bowl Sunday was probably not going to be in the package. Mm. Well, it's going to make its way over to the Senate, and we'll see what happens there. Well, plenty of uh, used restaurant equipment and rental space is going to be available as that shuts down hundreds of thousands of businesses all across America, particularly in the poorest areas of America where businesses can't afford that wage. Good policy. Super. A quick what's going on with impeachment. Now, next segment, we probably ought to replay some of the audio from the Capitol Police that came out in the impeachment hearings yesterday. As a lot of this had never been heard before. The police officers in a panic as they should have been, as they realized a very angry, very large crowd was overtaking them, did overtake them, and breached the Capitol. Uh, heck of a scary day. But we'll play some of that audio coming up. But as far as the impeachment today, they're, uh, uh, the prosecution, the Democrats, are going to wrap up their argument today. Don't know what time. I don't know if it'll be early enough that Trump's side starts in today or if they start tomorrow. I think a lot of people, if you're following this at all, are eager to see if Trump's lawyer, Caster does any better this time around than he did the other day. Huh. As How that could was he do Susan Collins, uh, Republican of Maine, said, Caster did not seem to make any arguments at all, which was unusual <laughs> as an approach to take. <laughs> She's pretty diplomatic. That's one way to put it. <laughs> he didn't make any arguments at all. 
Yeah, it's just, it's, yeah, it wasn't even clear why he was there. What are you talking about? <laughs> uh, having listened to a fair amount of it yesterday, oh, and you I did. say you this, listen to more. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, oh yeah, with the new stuff yesterday. Okay. Gotcha. Oh yeah, 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 the new stuff. And um, yeah, I did too. I, I, I will tell you this: the first day, from the prosecution point of view, was very, very strong. Yesterday, they went far afield. They waded way into hypocrisy land, condemning Trump for saying something, uh, stuff that we just played you the tapes earlier. Democrats say all the time. It's common political speech. They, they made the mistake of over prosecuting the case. I mean, they, they got into absolute MSNBC idiot panel land yesterday. And if you wanted, if you seriously wanted Trump uh, you know, removed or, well, obviously he's been removed. If you wanted him barred, if you wanted him humiliated, you want to blot against him in history, keep it tight. And man, it was like a, the Rachel Maddow show at one point yesterday. Um, I, I saw the stuff with the video and the audio and it was, that was rough. Oh, and yeah. The, and the timelines of Trump's tweets and everything like that. I'll read this from Mark Thiessen. He's a Washington Post columnist. And if you don't know him, he has been as pro Trump as anybody you can find. On, uh, on on Fox News. I mean, he's backed Trump on all kinds of your, like, uh, you know, controversial things. Mm-hmm. As I watch the video that they're presenting, I'm seething. The mob is 100 feet away from where Vice President Pence is hiding in a room with glass doors. They were looking for Pence to execute him. Trump never called to see if he was okay. Instead, he tweeted that he had no courage. Shameful. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, uh, that's pretty damning and pretty rough. Um, moving on to other stuff. Maybe we'll get to this later. The U.S. patent system is structurally racist. This is the latest. Ah, right. <laughs> going on there. So, I, you know what? I actually, I kind of appreciate them getting more and more ridiculous. I think it's good for sanity that the uh, woke chivists are are portraying themselves more and more clearly as just crazy nuts. The payoff on Speaking this. Being a crazy nuts, Jack. Coming up, the man who made a guitar out of his uncle's bones. Stay tuned. Hmm. Um, the payoff on this is not as good as you would hope, but in the future, I think it will be. Evidence of an impending breakup. Talking about a relationship here. Okay. Got Valentine's Day on uh, Sunday. I believe there's an end. At the Are end you my Valentine? <laughs> be my Valentine. All right. Um. I think my son's filling out his Valentine's Day cards for class today, for tomorrow. They still do that in school. They go with the obligatory, everybody gets one from everybody? Yes. Or if you're going to give one to one person, you give them to everybody. Yeah. Maybe we'll talk Communism. About, maybe we'll talk about that more tomorrow. When I was a kid, it was like the cruelest experiment you could ever come up with, especially for little girls. Like if you designed it. To be mean to girls. You, I, you, you were the one who told me about there used to be like the, the skunk yep. card or whatever. Yes, Every exactly. pack of Valentine's Day cards had a skunk or two in it, and you'd give it to the girl that you thought was, I hate to even say this out loud, but you know, kids are kids, and kids yeah, have their view of cruel. the world. Yeah. But like the, the least attractive little girl would get all the skunks. It's just That's terrible, heartbreaking. that We it, were that, a much harder people then. 
And in some ways, it was very, very good. In some ways, it was utterly terrible. I don't think that cruelty benefited society in any way. No, no, it didn't. But, you know, the great Joe Getty uh, theory of civilizations, we veer from guardrail to guardrail, we pass the sweet spot without any awareness that we're in it, and then crash into the other guardrail. My wife, who's an attractive woman, was an attractive kid, but, you know, she wasn't part of the popular set. She dreaded Valentine's Day as a little kid. Oh, that's awful. Oh, that is hell awful. yes, it's awful. What so, the hell? You know, while I'm not a everybody gets a trophy guy or get rid of dodgeball or any of that sort of stuff guy, yeah, the, the, the everybody gets the same Valentine's Day cards was a good move. That is perfectly okay. Why the you know, needless cruelty? Jeez, it's, I hate to even think about it. Anyway, moving along. Evidence of an impending breakup may exist in everyday conversation months before either partner realizes the relationship is tanking. Wow. I don't know if I buy that, but in a recently published study, they were able to show that people's language subtly changes in the months and weeks leading up to a breakup. Breakups are difficult to research. They unfold over weeks, months, even years sometimes. But the study of long-term relationships is beginning to change with the advent of social media platforms where they can go in and take a look at the posts in Twitter, Facebook, and Reddit in the weeks, months, and years leading up to a a, a couple breaking up. An increasing number of people are now chronicling their daily lives on these platforms, as we all know, and you can can read this stuff. So again, again, I say the payoff is not as good as you would hope it would be, but I'll bet in the future, they, they actually mention it in here, in the future they might be able to predict with an algorithm what couple's headed for a breakup. Wow, so you get a message in your inbox. Hey, uh, looks like you and your uh, your boyfriend are kind of on the outs. You don't know it yet, but you're heading toward a crack up. So more likely, what I would suggest. it'll be a push notification from a dating app who has oh. figured out that you're on the. You're, you're uh, right. Yeah, yeah. You're right. As if the internet's going to be helpful Never. as opposed to taking your money. Never been a better time to dust off your profile. Something like that. Yes. We, we still think you got it. I don't know. They're very encouraging. Or, uh, man, apps. you're good at this. Or dieting web sites yeah you might oh want to get back God. in shape right mm-hmm. exercise diet plan the mm-hmm. hair dye and you're about to head to loserville population you so uh <laughs> one thing that they did notice is the change in uh language more eyes and less wheeze got to admit i've heard this before in my own life mm. Uh, maybe I've done it myself and didn't realize it. One big takeaway is that people tend to focus more on themselves with increased use of the I word. There's going to be a lot more. You know, I need to go to Paris. I've never, I've always said I was going to go to France and I've never gone as opposed to we need to go to France sometimes. Mm. <laughs> you know? Anything that's just I need to do this or I have always, you know, whatever. Mm. Yeah, to which I replied, do we really need to go to France? <laughs> Why don't we, uh, why don't we go to Florida? <laughs> Why don't we go to Harris Casino and <laughs> How about we go to an Indian casino and drink French wine? <laughs> anyway, I'll bet in the future they can uh predict that sort of thing. Yeah, I'll bet they can, and then they'll use it for evil. As Sean is pointing out, Mark Zuckerberg has plan you know, plan nine from outer space all ready to go. It's so nasty. Oh, speaking of nasty. Okay, he calls here, we go. here it the... come the bones. Here come the guitar bones. <laughs> and we have posted this story at armstrongandgetty.com so you can look at the picture. Jack, he calls it his Skellicaster oh, guitar. Boy. See, this is confusing because tickling the bones normally meant playing the piano, right? Right. Yeah. Right, yeah. 
Yeah. He, um, Playing the skins, which I assume the Bones once had, would be the drums. <laughs> a metal-loving musician, in a uh, heavy metal-loving musician in Tampa, Florida. <laughs> once again, Florida just made a guitar unlike any other. No Bones about it. Oh, <laughs> <boy>. <laughs> I'm sure your parents are proud of you. That's because Prince Midnight, well, that's a funny name for a fella. <laughs> God, this, this guy's into metal, and he takes the stage name Prince Midnight. Does he have a cape? He sounds like the sort of guy who would make a bone guitar. <laughs> Is that he in the made... line of secession to, like, the, the, the Prince of Darkness or something? Yeah, that right. Maybe he's, like, third in line. Yeah, he's like yeah. the Speaker of the House. Uh, Prince Midnight made his Skellicaster using both the remains of a leftover Fender Telecaster and the bones of his dearly departed <laughs> uncle. The man who introduced him to heavy metal back in the 90s. He croaked it in a motorcycle accident in 1996. Okay, so he's been dead for some time. At the age of 28. So he didn't have this idea while his uncle was watching TV. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's a pretty important point. Right. Uh, so, and his skeleton was donated to a local college. After 20 years, he ended up in a cemetery, and my family had to pay rent on, like literally in a wooden box. Prince Midnight, told the uh, the writer. It's a big problem I'm in Greece. I'm not calling you Prince Midnight. <laughs> what is your dang name? Prince Midnight, man. I had it legally changed, and then I got this tattoo to celebrate it. Okay, I'm calling you Brandon. It's a big problem in Greece because the Orthodox religion doesn't want people cremated, so with the help of a local funeral home, Prince Midnight had Uncle Philip's bones sent from Greece. Can't be cremated, but made into a guitar. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but then the uh, he decided to buy a cemetery plot for his uncle's bones, and then things got complicated. Long story short, he made a guitar out of the bones. And it is, to describe it, the neck and, and headstock are like a guitar. He wanted to use the skull for the headstock, but it was kind of broken up. Oh, <sighs> But if you can picture a normal guitar where the body of the guitar would be, it's his uncle's sternum and oh. rib cage. Oh, boy. <laughs> Bad to the bones. There you go. Nice, Michael. And and then you got the, the pickup kind of mounted to his spine, and then the, the end of the guitar, like the butt end of the guitar where the volume knobs are and everything, is his, his uncle's pelvis. All right. It's really... It's awful. It's it's how's it just yeah. How's it sound? Awful. It stay, stay in tune. Ah, well, it's got action like butter. Um, I I don't know, but you do. Oh my God, look at this guy. He looks like a guy from Florida who goes who would by call Prince. himself Prince Midnight <laughs> and build a guitar out of his uncle's bones. You hate to look it, like that. Yeah, he looks exactly <laughs> like that. <laughs> And the link is under hot links at armstrongandgetty.com. Oh my God, look at it. It's like a. Seriously? Okay. How stupid a society are we where there is a word you can't say out loud even to discuss it? I mean, how crazy is that? It's crazy. That is one of the things that kicked off this craziness trend that is taking us a bad direction. I've got more than that and the guy that had to leave the New York Times, among other things. Armstrong and Getty.
The Armstrong and Getty Show. Lay down in the sweet that's some of the audio released yesterday that came out during the impeachment hearing at Capitol Police talking to each other. Um, we need help. We've lost the line. They've got bear spray. Here's a little more of it. They're throwing metal poles at us. Cruiser 50, give me DSO up here now. DSO. Multiple law enforcement entries. DSO, get up there. All right, we're 30 seconds out. Yeah, we need some reinforcements up here now. They're starting to pull the gates down. They're throwing metal poles at us. Cruiser 50, DSO, get up here. Okay, we're here. 12 to 50, we're here. Oh, you got an explosion going on up here. I know the fireworks are what, but they're starting to explode explosives. Fireworks material. You know, I I regret that I, and a lot of other people, I'm not the only one, that, but that had the feeling the day it happened of, where were the police? The man, they just let them walk in there. That was clearly not the case. Right. They fought for their lives uh, and probably saved many lives by fighting so hard against that crowd in what was clearly going to be a losing battle. Right. Um, but they, well, like so many of these things, a lot of the reporting that day was inaccurate, misleading. Yeah, just an amazing scene. Um, an amazing scene. The cops just let them in because they're white. Yeah, they uh, were getting the hell beat out of them and fought like tigers. Beaten with poles with U.S. flags on them as people screamed, you effing pigs. That's something. Yeah, and any of you who are defending that on any level, what's the matter with you? Um, I didn't see any defending that. I just went through some of the uh, responses to it on like Twitter and stuff like that. There was a fair amount of, you don't hear any noise in the background that's clearly staged or done in a studio. There's that crowd that believes that's yeah. all fake. Sure. Yep. Um, I've seen the videos. that The videos match up pretty well with what that audio sounds like. Anyway, um, we'll be interesting to see what the Trump side has to say either later today or starting tomorrow because the prosecution is expected to wrap up today couple of quick things general motors warns that a chip shortage could cut their 2021 earnings by up to two billion dollars yikes there's a computer chip that needs to go in the big console thing there in the middle it runs your whole car and they just don't have enough of them and they aren't going to be able to get the cars out they're thinking they're going to build the cars and wait for the chip so then they can just stick the chip in there and get them out the door but um Mm. Cut earnings by $2 billion. I just hope there's not a giant communist country that's uh, trying to corner the market on silicon and all sorts of uh, uh, metals and materials used in tech. Adults are acting like... Hey, wait a minute. There is one of those. Mm. Adults are acting like children and ruining the Pokemon 25th anniversary McDonald's Happy Meal promotion. Adults buying dozens of Happy Meals to get the limited edition Pokemon trading cards so that kids can't get them. You child. One, adults don't do that. Two, that might not be happening, and maybe McDonald's just made that story up so that I would mention McDonald's has 25th anniversary Pokemon cards. C, it's a promotion to sell more Happy Meals, and they are. So, you know, who am I to judge? Do I have time to do this? I think I do. I love when people say one, two, C. (laughs) I know, big fan of that. I know, yeah. 
Um, so uh, the science writer for the New York Times resigned the other day because it came out that he had used the N-word talking to students on a field trip, I believe is the story, several years back. Um, and he actually said the word now, and you know, as a, a well, using it in discussion, like did this word? If you say blank, did this? It was a academic discussion of the sounds. Why is it okay to use the word "n" in a rap song or to greet your friends? But right, sure, yeah. And so he actually said the word, and it came out, and uh, there was a, a rebellion there in the New York Times newsroom, and he he, he uh, put out a groveling letter which uh, Jonah Goldberg in the Dispatch wrote yesterday was most likely part of um, his settlement to get any severance, to not, you know, to say the New York Times did the right thing and he apologizes and all that sort of stuff. But as uh, Jonah yeah. Goldberg writes, and I thought this was really good, a simple lexic, well, the, the, the statement from the New York Times was, we do not tolerate racist language regardless of intent. This is quite simply insane, said Jonah Goldberg. Intent is everything that matters in this conversation. And Alexis Nexus showed that the N-word had made 1,648 appearances in the pages of the New York Times since 1980. Wow. Surely it's time to do a wholesale house cleaning of the New York Times if that many times the N-word has been used. Although, clearly, the intent did matter when they were writing it in the, those New York Times stories. Well, you have to shut down the New York Times completely. 1,900? Please. Yeah, but uh, his main point is that we're through the looking glass into um, sorcery and, and a lack of reasonableness and reason in society, if we can't all come to an agreement on this, that is just unimaginable. Yeah, it is sorcery. It's like you uttered an incantation. The word is magic. Yeah. It's insane. Armstrong and Getty.